0: If it is something that absolutely needs to be addressed, ground them in a sincere compliment first. Then add your input. That was a brilliant speech you delivered yesterday and you really had the audience engaged. And next time, just remember, irregardless is not a word. Avoid the word but. Great speech, but irregardless is not a word. Do you feel the difference?
1: Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet airwaves?
0: It's it's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool.
2: Alright. Sorry, I'm just Internet
0: Airwaves.
1: Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia.
0: And welcome to Radio Irregardless. with me, your host, Mark Scalia. I was so close. I was so close. I got one week to go. One fucking week to go for a technically perfect show. And you would think the show before the one year anniversary. I wouldn't have a punk or a poop or a teak or I remember to put the sound down. Fuck. <laughs> Well, let's start the night out right ladies and gentlemen you are listening to radio irregardless your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless and uh, we've got some fun on the uh, on the docket as you were um, so we have a we have a few listeners on thus far uh, and my original guest was actually um, Bill Holcroft Holdcroft jr uh, who's an active friend of mine um, Yes, the last dress rehearsal, and that means the show is going to be great. Say the actor's thing. Um, uh, so that was uh, supposed to be my guest, Bill Holdcroft Jr., and he had some uh, some work things that actually uh, uh, came in, in the way, in the way, so to speak. So he uh, wouldn't be joining. So what I did is I tried to get somebody uh, who is both actor and funny, and uh, my guest uh, tonight is actually going to be both which is great. And I've tried to get him on the show earlier, but our schedules just never were meeting. So uh, that's what we're going to do. And that's uh, my uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh Yes. Uh, ooh, it's very complicated, uh, the whole thing. But why don't we start uh, with the happening now monologue.
2: Everything that happens now is happening now.
1: What happened
3: then? Past that, When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. 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 I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon.
0: Soon. It's right here. That's what we're doing. And the happening now monologue. Um, couple things uh, going on. As I previously mentioned, next week is the one-year anniversary of Radio Irregardless. It's been a uh, a very interesting year. Uh, the show has really evolved. So, uh, it still is not technically perfect, you would think. Fuck me, because I'm still producing myself. But, uh, the one year anniversary is actually going to be next week, and it's, uh, it's, I'm looking forward to it. And as a result, there's a couple things that are going to be happening that I want to let you, my listening audience, uh, in on. First, I'm actually going to be taking for the first time ever, uh, you know, how I play these games where I do the sound files, the sound bites of. Of movies and television and all that stuff and I play with the guests and things like that so I I make the guests guess and I make my my online listeners guess um I'm gonna actually have you guys play against me um this is what's gonna happen I'm gonna actually have you call in and play a sound for me and if I guess it I make a point and you don't and if you it and if you stump me, or if the listening audience listens before that, um, and then you you beat me, so there's going to be five, and I'll have a minimum of five listeners. I'm sure, uh, but I need an odd number so that we can clearly define a um, uh, a winner. And what I might do is I might even suggest that each listener can play two. And this is where it's going to get tricky for you because you have to be a little a little technically savvy, uh, you have to either call your phone. <laughs> you have to put your phone up to your uh, stereo or uh, computer or something like that uh, so that I can hear it. And if it's garbled, I'm going to be like, play it again. Can't understand. Play it. again. can't understand. Another. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing next week. And I, I really i am looking forward to it. Because um, I never get to play the games. I'm always the one playing, or uh, you know, orchestrating games. And I really want to show that I am not a rookie. I've invented these games because I love to play them. And uh, I always know uh, the movie game. So, And we can play any version of it. You can play it insulting. You can give me a clue. Um, it can be insulting. It can be any movie. We're just going to generalize it up. We're going to just call it the caller. The, the... <laughs> The Online Listener Movie Game Versus Me. And I'll think of a clever fucking title for that later on. I'm sure I will. Uh, so that's the first thing. Uh, and so in next, and not just we're going to do that, but my uh, a couple of my short stories I've actually produced. Uh, then got some voiceover uh, actors to help me with those. Uh, And I've done some engineering on it. So it's been kind of an interesting thing. I think they're very good. And I think they came out very good. And and it'll be something that you guys don't have to really participate. You just listen to it. And I think that'll be a a nice little treat for you guys. And, of course, uh, next week, next Tuesday, uh, is my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Uh, And I've never been one for birthdays. When I was a kid, I loved my birthday. And then as I got older, I didn't like it so much anymore. It signified the end of summer, the beginning of school, uh, the Labor Day Jerry Lewis MDA telethon was always on. And that was, it always seemed depressing. And this is me around 10 or 11. I just never really cared for a birthday. Um, And then of course, we used to celebrate birthdays all the time. And then, uh, you know, my mother had passed, so celebrating birthdays was not super important to me. Uh, It just really didn't get that way for me. So, And unfortunately, every woman I've ever dated, and now, of course, my wife, huge birthday people. Oh, my God, fucking birthday, birthday. Gotta celebrate a birthday. It's a a big thing. It's birthday. And I'm like, it's not a big fucking thing. People have birthdays every day. Uh, Well, not the same person, but people have birthdays every day, and they celebrate, and that's, you know... You know, I understand all that. So, so that's uh, kind of the thing. But I'm really looking forward to uh, to next week's show, and uh, and one more promo I got to do the uh, the one man show that I'm doing in Salem the the um, hysterical medium at large uh, will be uh, tickets are actually going to go on sale for that very soon, and I'm going to get some information. And of course, I'm going to do a promo over the next week, so all this stuff will be good. So. Next week's going to be like a complete, I have no guests next week, so I would love you guys to actually call in, play the games with me, leave messages on the voice line, which is 978-219-9294. That is the hotline. And, of course, you can always email at radioirregardless at gmail.com. And if I'm on Skype, you can Skype me at radio.irregardless. So that's uh, stuff. Yes, he's a triple Virgo. That's what my wife says. I don't know what the hell that means, but it apparently means something. So, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the second to the last installment of This Week in Movie History. Seems a lot bigger than it needs to be. I don't know. <laughs> it's not really that big a deal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week in movie history, where I actually go through uh, the week's uh, events and, uh, or the week's events in movie history and play them out for you. Uh, this week in 1878, Count Vronsky arrives at. At the Karenin home in St. Petersburg, Russia. Does anyone know that? Does he know that?
3: How about this?
1: Have you known Count Vronsky
0: long?
4: He's a rich, good looking cavalry officer. Dance with me.
0: I must warn you about something. Warn me? You may, by indiscretion, give the world occasion to talk about you.
1: This must stop. If you have any thought for me, you will give me back my peace.
0: There can be no peace for us. Only misery, my greatest
1: happiness. Oh, this is
4: love.
0: oh yeah, I can't do it. I oh my god, I can't fucking do it. I tried to I tried to sit through the whole trailer. It's like a minute, it's a minute and six. I just have 24 seconds of it, I can't fucking do it. I can't not fucking do it. It's Anna no no Batman. That's who it is. So that's who it was. This week in 1932 in movie histories. Uh, the alleged rape of Mayella Elwell by Tom Robinson
1: is this the man who raped you
0: is this the man who raped you that's just not it's not a great way to open a segment but go for it
1: well certainly is how I don't Oh, oh, how?
0: How? That's an awkward he question.
1: He just done
0: it. You have testified. You testified that he <laughs> choked you. He choked you out, and he beat you. And he beat you, and you paid didn't for say it. Say that he sneaked. Up. Yes, I'm just. <laughs> it's going to get awkward quick. Yes, it's To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, and <laughs> this week in uh, movie history, in 1933, uh, Lou Gehrig plays in his 13th, uh, 1,000th. 1308th consecutive game. Do you know the movie? For the past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad brag. Today, I consider myself
1: the luckiest man on the face of the earth.
4: Anyone?
0: Right. Right. And it, I might have Up. Oh, it just keep talking. Been given a bad break. There we go. But I've got an awful lot to live for. That's Thank right. You. That would be Lou Gehrig. And if you haven't done it or haven't been challenged to do it, uh, I was actually challenged to do the uh, ice bucket challenge by ALS. I challenged a few people. Some have done it. Uh, some have not. Some have chose to just do the money thing, and that's fine. And Kermit the Frog actually did it because Vince McMahon called him up. What fucking circles are happening with there that Kermit the Frog knows Vince McMahon and vice versa? Fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe I. I. I don't question. I don't question. Who knows a Muppet? Anyway, Paul got it right. It was the pride of the Yankees. Uh, This week in movie history in 1975, Carlito Briganti's cousin is killed during a drug pickup. Where is that one? Oh, it's this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right, all right, okay, 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 I think somebody's dead in that picture. Uh, I actually missed one. I did them out of order. Uh, yes, Khalida's way, Carlito's way. And this week in 1972, a bank robbery, a bank robbery, to afford a transsexual operation, sexual, transsexual, there we go, transsexual operation, becomes... A siege.
1: Hey, Nobody move. Get over there. Okay. All right. Get away from those alarms. Come I'm in the center. He moves. Take his head off. Put the gun on him. Get out of the center. Sonny.
0: Did you forget about this part? Do it, Sonny. Remember the third guy. What? What? I'm not going to make it, Sonny.
1: What are you talking about? Put it on it. I can't do it, sonny. Oh, fuck me. Sal. Sal. He's behind the pole.
0: He can't make it. Fuck him.
1: Let him go. Ah, Fucking Sal. Come on, sonny.
0: It's Fredo, by the way.
2: (laughs) i let him out. Let him out. Do what the gentleman says, Howard.
3: Do what the gentleman
0: says, Howard. The bank teller is hysterical in this. The bank manager. I'm sorry, sonny. Yeah, all right. Oh, shit. Funniest line. Stevie.
3: Don't take the car. But how do I get home? Take the subway. We need the car. Stevie, the keys.
0: (laughs) Funniest line in that movie, Sal. It is Sal. It's your brother. You do not come to Las Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. There you go. This week in 1975, as well, uh, Marcus Wright. Is born. Very weird, obscure reference, but let's see if you get it. What is
1: it? It's real flesh and blood, though it seems to heal itself quickly. The heart is human and very powerful. The brain, too, but with a chip interface. What have you done to me? It has a hybrid nervous system.
0: Come on, anyone?
1: One human cortex, one machine.
4: What have they done? Who built you? My name
2: is Marcus Wright. Yes. You think you're human? I am human. I'm I'm Batman.
0: Batman. Where were
2: you manufactured? <laughs> I was born August 22nd,
4: 1975.
0: No, not future world. <laughs> that was uh, Terminator Salvation. This week in uh nineteen ninety two, Christopher I, this can't be right. Supertramp? Is that his name? Christopher Supertramp. No. Christopher Supertramp dies. I'll make the correction on that. Uh let me do this. Let's see. Uh movie. Let's see. Into of the wild. Uh let's see. Character's name. Uh let's see. D-d-d-d- no, it's no Oh McCandless, there you go, there you go. His name. There was a typo. I gotta fix this because if I don't fix it, I'll never get back to it. You know that is nope. That's wrong. Say technical problems all the time. This week in there you go. This week in 1992, Chris McCandless dies in a deserted bus in the middle of nowhere.
3: What if I were smiling? (laughs) <laughs> and running into your arms wow. Would you see then?
0: Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> Nobody got it? Um, I thought my wife would have got that one for sure. That was Into the Wild. Uh, this week in the year 2000, 75% of the captured subjects in Lark Hill Detention Center die. die. i am got to fix that, too. All right, where's that? How about this one?
3: Our story begins, as these stories often do, with a young up-and-coming politician. He's a deeply religious man and a member of the Conservative Party. He's completely single-minded and has no regard for the political process.
0: That was uh, V for Vendetta. And we're moving along because I'm running behind because of my technical glitches. Also in 2000, an earthquake rocks California, knocking L.A. into its own island.
4: An earthquake measuring 9.6 on the Richter scale hits at 12.59 p.m. August 23rd in the year 2000
0: I'll give you a hint Snake Plissken was on that island (laughs) That's Escape from L.A. And last but certainly not least in this week in movie history in 2335 William T. Riker is born in Valdez, Alaska Don't
2: fret Riker
0: My good fortune is your good fortune I don't need your fantasy women
1: Commander, tell me about your sexual organs.
0: You are the most beautiful
3: woman in the galaxy. You don't know how long I've wanted to tell you that.
1: But you're afraid.
3: Yes. Of me? Of us, of what we might become. Or that you might think that was a lie. Maybe I do think it's a lie. I don't think this is my style. Shut up, kid.
0: <laughs> Close. It was not Star Trek The Next Generation. These are movies, Kim. These are movies. It was actually from Star Trek generations. Uh, well, no, actually, no, that's, uh, the, well, that's, he was born. That's when he said he was born. But, yeah, you know something I'll let, oh, the, the judges will allow this one. And in honor of next week being our uh, one-year anniversary, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was in both, technically. But since uh, this is the last show of our first season, and then we start a brand new season next week, I'm going to end this uh, with one of my favorite games that the listeners hardly ever play it's called sounds like sax to me <laughs> this is where i play a saxophone solo that you have not heard in quite some time and you have got to guess the song uh yes a lot of them are from the tv show actually they're all from the tv show uh, a lot of those different clips so here's what I'm going to do I'm going to start this game right and you guys are gonna be playing against each other the whole clip really are you gonna are you gonna break my aggies are you gonna break my Aggies cam is that what it is are you gonna okay here's what it was he actually said he was born in 2335 but all the clips are actually from Star Trek Next Generation TV show, because I didn't find the actual clip in the movie. Uh, We're back to Jeff Goldblum. So (laughs) here's what we're going to do. You guys, that's right, uh (laughs) uh-huh. You guys are going to be playing against each other. I'm going to play you a sax song, and you have got to guess it. The first person to guess it is the winner, and they get the great, good, and bad tones. So get ready. Get your keyboards cracking. Here's the first one. Very long. We won't need all minute and 43 minutes of it. More 43 seconds. Minute 43 seconds. Come on, people. I know you got this. Karen believes it's can you hear me knocking? It is. You know this game sacks, man. Karen has one point. All right. We're moving right on. Here we go. How about this one? Very tricky. Very tricky. Oh, that one's, that's really, come on. You got to have this one. Come on and I can't play it again because it's, it's only 10 seconds and 5, 4 what is it? I, I know you know this one I know you know and I oh it's oh I know watch Paul get it Paul's gonna definitely do it he's holding his phone up to the fucking speaker Shazam in this bitch play it again alright here we go it is from the 80s and because we're playing with the audience just the song will do it is from the 80s. Nobody? that's. I played it. I'll give you 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Oh. Okay, moving on. That is a band called Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. And the song is called... If You Leave Touch You Once Touch You Twice I wouldn't let go at any price. Lead you now like I lead you then.
4: You always said we
0: still be friends. do Oh, well, keep going. All right, but well, we don't have time for it. We just don't have time. Here we go. Here's a current song you may know it's first person. <laughs> that song's fairly brand new. Come on. It's One Last Problem Without You. One last problem? No, not one last problem. <laughs> it's not one last problem. <laughs> the, the song is... Well, I might give it to Karen unless... That young chick who could be my granddaughter. Yeah, I know. She's like 14 or something. I don't know what she is. But she's like... She always... Everybody put on those things... Like it looks like she just you know, she looks like a baby deer. She's afraid of the light or something. I don't know what's going. On. That is uh uh Karen. It's actually the no- the name of the song is called Problem. It's just Problem. And uh, or the other girl is Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Fucking Azalea. What? Oh shit! It's Ariana Grande, which I mean she's the biggest Ariana we have. <laughs> I got one best, one best. Uh. I got one less drum you. All right, there we go. All right, and here's one going back, going back a few decades. Here we go. So far no not nothing from Paul, He's not chirping in. Kim is stumped on the uh, on the saxophone thing. Little stumpy. So Karen's got two technically. And here we go. <laughs> this may fuck you up. I want I want artist and band I'm still on STG <laughs> Here we go Let's see Here we go Three new chat messages What's that say? There we go Yeah I'll play it again
4: I got my mindset on you
0: I got my mindset on
4: you I
0: got my mindset on you Karen says it's mindset By who? By who, I said, by who, by who, first person to say who sings it, who's singing that song, come on, I don't have time, I really don't have time, yes, the song is just six words long by Weird Al, yes, it is, (laughs) it's, uh, let's see. Let's see. You what is it? So did Karen. So did Kim. You know something? Go fuck yourself. Nobody gets any points. You know this game sucks. There we go. And you get this too. Okay, moving on. Because I can't figure out who's winning. (laughs) And of course, the last one. Remember song and artist. Man is on a power kick. No, I got three minutes to call my guest. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay, anybody? Trippoverg, yeah, yes. <laughs> and my birthday's coming up. The alignment is soon. There'll be nothing but the alignment. The brother. Brother? Okay, who's brother? <laughs> brother, brother. Nobody's fucking even playing this game. Really? Never mind. It's it's nobody even said the name of the song yet. It's brother. No, yeah. What is it? Oh my god! I got to read through all these things. I'll get. Uh, never mind. It's played. It, no. <laughs> it's the Doobie Brothers taking it to the street.
4: the
0: was a which I think that is Michael McDonald's Sounds like he's got, you know, peanut butter in his mouth. He can't get it out. That's what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're having a lot of fun. At least I am. So, us. In honor of that, we're going to take our first break. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back.
1: From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However since 1993 modern day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. We have made substantial progress, but we need your help. For just pennies a day. You can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. He used to be a very popular sax and even made it into concert halls in multiple countries and in dozens of songs. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax.
2: When I am in this section of the galaxy, I listen to radio regardless. With Mark Scalia. Exterminate! Exterminate! Exterminate!
0: To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio air Regardless. and joining me on the phone line is none other than world-famous comedian and actor, Jeff Keon.
2: Wow, that's an amazing intro, Mark. Thanks so much. And Very I, happy to be on air.
0: And I always say Keown. Is that the correct pronunciation?
2: It is. It is Keon. It's spelled Cohen. I don't have a joke for it because everybody has that stupid joke. And I'm not going to write a better one than Justin with an O. So, you know what I mean?
0: Justin with I'm, an O?
2: Yeah, McKinney's joke, Justin with an O. Because he's J-U-S-T-O-N. And,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm never going to write a joke as good as these guys. So I just have to explain it over and over again. And you know what? I don't even care because it's like, what am I going to do? It's spelled Cohen. Say Cohen. I, what do you? You know, what am I going to do?
0: But yeah, so that a, it's been an issue. That is a ton of information. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I blast off. I hope you're ready. I'm not going to let you talk. I'm fucking
0: ready for it, my God. And I'm just posting uh, all your information in the chat, Uh, your Twitter feed, your Facebook, if people want to be friends with you. And the last link, but I'll get to that in a little bit, is uh, Heavy Times the Movie. Um, So here's what I want to do. Tell my listening audience who you are, Jeff. You are a comedian. Is that correct,
2: (laughs) I am a comedian and a butler during the day. A, I am a butler. A butler. Right now. Yeah, this is my part-time job. You know how us comedians, some of us who can't afford to maybe live the lifestyle of a comedian 24-7. So I got this little butler gig where <laughs> I go wash the dog and, you know, clean the pool and daydream that I live in this house and stuff.
0: So it's pretty cool. We're very, so- very Downton Abbey. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's it's very cool, and it actually is works out very well because it's actually two doors away from where I live at my parents' house. So yeah, everything's going real good, um, <laughs> really, really good. it's it's weird when you're 38 and your job description is to fold a man's underwear who's 45. It's depressing and interesting, and <laughs> it's a strange life i have created myself. But I'm but I'm happy. And you're, I'm you're a happy guy.
0: Are you dealing with the, the drama in the household, sir?
2: <laughs> well, over at the house, he's alone. So I it's just basically one of these rich guys who um, I just like take, you know, if he needs a garage door replaced, I call the guy. If he needs the one, you know, I just like kind of keep up with all the the, oh. uh, the daily aspects. say maybe a wife would do.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but. You're sort of a valet.
2: Um, you're, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a manly job, <laughs> but it needs a regular job, right? Jesus, who wants to do that? I feel sorry for everybody.
0: And, oh but, my. uh,
2: yeah, so I get the comedian thing and that, and then I do some acting, uh, you know, a little bit here and there, although I'm kind of sour on the acting because, you know, everybody wants you to do things for free and, yeah, oh, we'll put you in the back end. If we sell it, you'll get nothing ever gets sold. Oh no, you know what no. I mean.
0: But no, the... I actually looked it up. I actually did some. Uh, I did some research, even though you know you were you were the you. I wanted to get you on earlier, and we didn't get a chance. And then it just so happened that uh, I got you on this. But I did want to play a little clip from. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Jeff was in a movie called Heavy Times um which actually got a lot of play it's it got on iTunes um it was a screening at uh, the Salem uh, the Salem theater um yeah it
2: it got on the Comcast on demand for a little while yeah and it, really it cool. actually
0: it got fairly national some a lot of people reviewed it but you play um do you play uncle it's uncle Ricka?
2: Well yeah uncle Rick
0: uncle, uncle Rick
2: Rick-a.
0: yeah <laughs> why is it Indiana? uncle Ricka
2: well, because Uncle Rick is just a crude, disgusting bastard, and he, uh, you know, he's just Uncle Rick. He's just the life of the party, but nobody wants him around. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's an obese, crazy. He's the friend that that you have that you can only stand and be around, you know, once or twice a year for an hour or so. You know what I mean?
0: Well, um, I, I actually wanted to play this for the listening audience because it's, it's. I had a lot of fun. Find it. This, is, this is Uncle Ricka for you. Guys
3: have been on the road for a little while. Why don't we head on in the kitchen have a brewski before dinner, huh? He's drinking Evian water. This one's drinking fucking chocolate syrup right out of the box. He's like the kid at the fucking Wonka fair, falling into the river, getting stuck in the fucking jet going up because he's such a blob. You remind me of a garbage pail kid, like the later edition that never came out, like a like a lone garbage pail kid that nobody ever talked about, and you just sitting in a box somewhere alone. How about you? Do you speak? (laughs) what how about my grandmother kicks her ass what are you gonna do then she's got that smirk
0: (laughs) I don't even know what the hell that shit means but
2: yeah I don't know where you found that. that's like an outtake
3: that is an
0: outtake yeah yeah that was
2: an outtake yeah but I
0: thought it really because I watched some of the you know I can watch the trail and I can watch a little bit of the movie uh, through the the clips and things Um, but (laughs) I just thought that was the epitome of Uncle (laughs) curriculum
2: Yeah, that was it. He's just actually there was a uh, there was a a review. It said if ball busting was an international sport, uh, key on me would be it's Hulk Hogan. The man clearly has a twentieth degree black belt (laughs) in the eye. It's crazy because I really didn't know these guys, and I basically was just there to insult them. Like for a year, like it took a year to film it because you like guerrilla style film and stuff. Um, and, uh, cause the guys that made it were coming back from New York and we were shooting here. So they were like, and these guys work like editing jobs and shit like that. So they were, you know, we had to do it kind of crazy, but I, I just, uh, you know, I just basically tortured these guys. And it came to points where we would almost have fistfights over just crazy scenes that I would just go, I would take it too far, you know,
4: really? um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I tried to take one of their heads and stick it in my eye. I had my shirt off at the bar, and I was telling them all off. And I was drunk because I was drinking the whole time. Because
0: oh, wait a I, minute! You actually drank for the role?
2: Oh, I was yeah. I drank pretty much every scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't did, know what else to do. Did
0: I did nobody tell you it. you didn't have to? <laughs> uh,
2: I did. I, I kind of liked it. I just because I because I'm not really that guy. I'm, I'm you know I'm. I'm, uh, uh, you know, you know, me, I'm not a nice guy. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Everybody, you know, I think most people think he's a good guy. Uncle Rick is like, it's almost like he's a villain. He's, he actually ends up being kind of a nice guy, but he's still an evil, sadistic person. And, uh, and to just do that and in, you know, it was long days and stuff like that. It just, uh, um, you know so i kind of had a buzz going pretty heavy for the whole thing <laughs> so, you know it was uh,
0: was this uh first, was this your first acting gig
2: that was my first acting gig yeah it was my first i had done a little like i don't know what even what it was like uh little um we, youtube things here and there or yeah, whatever you would but, yeah you do the this was my,
0: uh, you were doing the, the golf, the Jimmy Dunn, well, Jimmy Dunn's out in L.A. now. God bless him. But right. it was like, it was the golf, it was the post office golfing buddies? The post
2: office, the post office golf league that Dave Rattigan and, uh, I think it was more Dave Rattie and Jimmy, it's one of those projects where Jimmy's like, I'll help you. I don't want my name on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those things. But, uh, yeah, I did that. I did this other thing, the Madman Chronicles, and then I shot this really, uh, this thing for Hatchling Studios up in Portsmouth, this this 20-minute short called Losing It that was, like, a big, huge production. And it was the animation and all that, and they, and they haven't finished it. They haven't finished the animation because they lost some funding or whatever. But that was, like, it's so crazy to do this stuff, and you really, like, I really try very hard, and I put, like the loser, it was a three days shoot all day, and I yeah. killed myself. And then it's and I'm like, I know I did it. I nobody, I never can see anything, but I know I spent three days falling downstairs and shit.
0: Well, I tell, I tell when I, you know, I, I, I teach film directing. And I've made films and things like that, and oh, yeah. and even the uh, the voiceover stuff I have coming up next week. I tell my students, and I, oh, I've been made no um, mistakes about it, made no secrets about it. Um, when an actor, because you didn't get paid for these things, did you? No, no. If you, the only thing you want is you want credit in the in the project, and you want a copy right. of it, that's all you want. Right. That's it. You know, feed me or maybe not even that. And these motherfuckers should have given you at least a DVD copy of everything you made. And the sad thing is sometimes it never gets finished. And then you have to say, give me raw footage or blah, blah, blah. And then people get a little, because they're new and they're like, I don't want to give up my shit. It'll end up on YouTube. It's like,
2: Oh, yeah. No, the the craziest thing was, (laughs) this is true. At the end of heavy times, we wrapped in Somerville. We had like, we had one small thing to shoot and then we were done. And it was all done. And then the last, right when we leave, they're like, oh, we got something for you guys, you know, and they hand us each an envelope. And I'm thinking maybe it's some money or whatever. And inside is a, is a $20 Staples gift card.
4: What? And
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? oh, so I did this for a year, whatever. So it's like, but you know that move, the, the heavy times thing have, has been great for me because of. There are honest to God, it's crazy. The internet, you know, too, from doing the radio, and you've done a ton of acting work. Yeah. The fan, like, you get fans from around the world. I get people in Sri Lanka for real, that uh, that won't leave me alone. Right? I got an well, email today
0: from somebody in Sri Lanka. Apparently, the prince of the country died, and they need some money. Oh, you're money. getting the money? Yeah. No, no, I, I'm supposed to get the money, but I have to forward them. Uh, a credit card just to get them out. It's a legal thing. I don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it sounds cool. It's... I mean, it sounds like a good idea.
0: But yeah, the internet is like, the, you do these little tiny projects, and boom, they get super huge.
2: Yeah, it, it's weird. It's like Australia. I have people in Australia that actually like recreate scenes of heavy time <laughs> and send them to me. I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? Like, really? I don't know. And the guy from Sri Lanka, he wants me to like, write a letter to the ambassador of his country to get him citizenship of the United... This fucking guy's going to show up at my door. I'm like, I don't even... He I, 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 Facebooks me all the time. It's crazy. Uh, Spain, there's a couple guys in Spain that are into it. The sad thing is is that the movie appeals to drunken slob men. So I haven't... There's no girls that are interested in me. They see the movie and they're like, oh, he's the biggest nightmare. Except a couple of women, you know, the Winter Circle, the Tuesday open mic that we do up here. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of girls there that are like in love with Uncle Rick, but now they're, you know, they're 50-year-old, like, <laughs> professional arm wrestlers, they look like. You know what I mean? They're not attractive. And I, I mean, you know, and so this is the type I attract. I don't know. It's just, it's working, but it's not working. You know what I mean? <laughs> You, you would think, like, you're a comedian, you're funny, you make people laugh, like, oh, you're going to get girls are going to throw themselves at nothing. No, I never,
0: like, no, <laughs> it never no. Nope, you know what I mean? Nope. It never <laughs> happens. It does not happen.
2: Well, you are in the headline spot, too, so you, when you're married now, obviously, but maybe it's it, more more of a headline thing. It and is, they look at like dude, it's never like the that.
0: Beach. Everybody always says that. I mean, it, it, I would, see, I was never one of those guys. I, I could never, I mean... Believe me, I loved the the attention, and I loved to try to hook up with the ladies and everything. But by the time I got to the headlining status, I was just tired of chasing. So
2: yeah, now I know. Yeah,
0: like and even even yeah. the even the the funniest joke. I was up in uh, Toronto, and these two girls are in the front row. They're like twenty three, something like that. And the two of them they're together. And they, my joke is, oh, I told my wife I would never cheat on her with another woman. It would take two. And, you know, of course, everybody laughs. And then right. after the show, they're like, so, do you want to do you want to come out? We're supposed to meet some people. Do you want to come out? And I'm like, no, no, I'm all set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm past that point, man. I'm past no, that. No, no, I know. Even if I was I single, I'd still be, I'd be like, no, I don't want to yeah. do nothing. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm afraid of everything. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just terrified. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you never, I mean, I don't know if you'd you, you have a beer or two here. A oh, yeah. PR, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you usually deal with drunk people people, and if, you, if you're sober, and you don't want, I mean, what are you going to go hop in a car with two drunks, uh, drunk girls, I mean, it would be fun, it's probably a great story, but in all reality, it probably is going to be a nightmare for you.
0: Right, I mean, so, and again, yeah, it was you know cool, what I mean? it, it, you know, it was cool 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right. But now it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going to, I mean, people are ended up dead, missing kidneys, and that shit happens.
2: Yeah, no, no, I just want to go home and eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and, <laughs> and like... <laughs> Drink, drink beers in my bedroom and hope my mother doesn't catch me. It's well, <laughs> a sad existence, but it's, it's what it is. Well, it's, it's what I'm dealing with. And Jeff,
0: how long have you been at this stand-up? I forget. I even forget the la- The first time we met was probably at the Winter Circle. Or, no, it was at the Black Lobster in Salem, I think it was.
2: Oh, no. We had known each other before then. Really?
0: How long yeah, have you been at this? Yeah, we... we,
2: we, we I, you? You know when I—I I think the first time I met you was at that theater in Salem, Mass. You know that little theater that—oh, the the Griffin, taught?
0: the Griffin Theater,
2: the Griffin Theater. And I think maybe you—I don't know if it was if you were—I forget <laughs> if you were hosting a contest or if you yeah. were—I forget exactly what it was. But um, yeah, we I, we haven't worked each other in a while. We uh, you and Radigan did that gig up in Maine somewhere. I don't know if you remember. On the poster, was picture of you, picture of me, but right? my picture was some comedian that had killed himself like 15 years <laughs> earlier or something like that. I forget. It was a, a raw scene, if I'm not mistaken. But, <sighs> yeah, it's funny how this business is. You'll see somebody 15 times in two weeks, then you won't see it for a year. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I always have this conversation. Like, I started up with a great group of guys. It was like 8, 10, 12 of us. And then, as things happen, a couple of guys dropped out. A couple, you know, a couple of people moved up or moved away. Uh, and then, like, I don't, I hardly work with anybody I, I know anymore. Like, I'm working with, like, you know, because if I'm closing, uh, I kind of know the middle, and maybe I'll know the opener. And that's right, really it. And I don't get the circles anymore. So that's why I'm trying to go to more of the, you know, open mic nights. And Dave, Dave uh, Radigan and I were talking about this. Most of the shows now our open mic showcases. There's like, right. no, there's like no paid work anymore. And, and I'm like, how does that fucking happen?
2: I know it is. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, it, I do, I try, I do probably two or three open mics a week. I try to anyway, but they're brutal too. Or well, not open mics. Like you said, showcases. Yeah. But- they're, they're, they're brutal. I mean, it's like, it's, it could be just a total waste of time for you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's if not you like, go somewhere
2: yeah. and there's two people in the audience and yeah.
0: Well, the, a lot of the, a lot of the guys are doing that. They're, you're performing for other comics and, and I mean, I've been at this a long time and I have no desire to do my set in front of comics anymore.
2: And I don't, I think there's a problem with that too, because I think if you're doing it in front of the comics and they your buddies, you, you, you don't get to gauge yourself on what a real audience is. You're you, right. You, you, you know what I mean? You don't get the the, the, the 15 comics that are your buddies that are, uh, are laughing at stuff that <laughs> the average person in, you know at the Kowloon or whatever isn't going to laugh at.
0: Yeah, they'd be like, dude, this isn't funny. And, you, yeah, you can't gauge it correctly. So
2: Right. Yeah, and a lot of these guys put on big shows, and they just have all their friends come, and that's fine. But they, they're missing out that. Go stick them at the at the Elks Club in Orange Mass and see how funny you know oh, doing yeah. a, their robot dance or whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? It's like
0: <laughs> well, there's a there's a whole group, and I just started uncovering. It's like I turned over a rock and found them. There's this whole new culture of comics, and they're they're almost internet. They're not even internet based because I think everybody passed that. They're just doing showcases producing their own little shows and it's the same people doing the same shows and everybody's getting funnier because it's like improv they're just right they're riffing everything just like you're saying they're in front of their friends and every like they're getting huge amount of heat they're like oh this guy's funny this guy's funny it's like well of course he's funny in front of other comics right but, but give him to an audience yeah
2: yeah yeah and it, it, it's and I see it because I do go out to these even smaller little open mics that, that whatever, but the confidence that some of these guys have,
0: <laughs> Oh my God.
2: It blows me away. Cause yeah. I don't even have that. I've been doing this for uh, how, eight years or however long. <laughs> I and mean, I've been, and I've done, you know, I've, I've, oh, I've done toured with McKinney and done, you know, yeah. thousand person rooms, you know, theaters and stuff. And these guys have this confidence and this like way about them that it's like, like yeah, you know, I don't even know. Like, I wish I had it because it's a it's a it's an asset. Because they think they're doing great, I guess. I right, don't I and don't, I mean,
0: what do they are is they're all confidence and no, <laughs> no quality. Yeah, there's,
2: there's no there's no punchline. Now they're funny guys and all that. And yeah. I mean, and I'm all, I'm talking about a few. You know, what I mean, I, I, I you know, everybody, you know, anybody that's working and getting paid work a little bit and this and that. They're all you know people of funny people but there's some out there that it's just like what's going on here like am i in the twilight
0: zone but yeah there are a few comics i've seen they're like and they find out that i do this show and they're like hey can i be on the show and i'm thinking no no (laughs) right (laughs) right it's like i'd love to have you on the show because i want to help you promote and you know I mean, my thing is, I've had newer comics on the show. I've had Jesse Bickford, uh, who's been doing it a few years. I had uh, uh, Kristen Seltman, Josh Solo, um, you know, yeah. some of the newer guys. And people, you know, people haven't heard of these people. And they're really funny. Um, oh,
2: yeah. All those guys you just mentioned are great. Jesse's yeah.
0: awesome. And Chris, I mean, and, and, and then you put them, but some some audiences, like, and, and I love all these guys, but a lot of the guys, I'm watching, like, I was. there's a room in uh, Sunday night in um, Quincy called the stadium uh and uh, i went down there once after you know something and i went down there and i i there's nobody i knew i knew bob carney that was it i knew nobody else and right i'm, I'm there and i'm like i've got more experience in this business than everyone here combined Put
2: together <laughs> i know
0: And then I got up on the stage and I'm, you know, well, stage, it was a section of the room, really. It wasn't a stage. Right. But we were having, it was, we were having so much fun that it didn't really matter. Like it just, I was fascinated by it. To me, it was like being thrown into a subculture again. Right. And that's why I like going up the winner's circle because I know some people and I don't. And McKinney can go down in flames as well as Crush and open mic guys can go down in flames as much as Crush. So it's it's just one of those things that it, it it's a random kind of thing, but it's fun. And you host that room a lot, right?
2: I usually do it about once a month, yeah. You know what it is with that place is it's what it's probably been there for four years. We've been doing it, and I'm there every Tuesday for four years, and I'm just like
0: I I can't.
2: I just sometimes yeah. I just can't.
0: Just write a I new can't. joke, man.
2: I know, I do, I do, and then I just <laughs> and then I get weird, it's just like because you got those two regulars, these two regulars that come every week, Jerry mm-hmm. and Linda,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: I don't know if they're mentally not hundred percent there. They, one of them drives. I don't know what's going on. You know, there's issues there, and you know this guy. Somehow, this guy got my phone number. He calls me. <laughs> I swear to God, he calls me two, three times a day to find out who's on the show. No, like, telling me who he wants on the show, and I'm just. <laughs> Then he invited me over for dinner, and he kept inviting me, so I ended up over at the house for dinner. Oh, um, what the I, <laughs> I swear to God, I was with Dan Gill and Patty Punch. Other, you know, wow, I would
0: have, I there. would have loved to be a fly in the wall. <laughs> uh, it was it
2: was so crazy. They, they invited me over for dinner, and then they called me like a half hour before I was supposed to go over there. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, just bring a pizza. I'm like, oh, oh, all
2: right, yeah, I'll just, I'll just buy a pizza. Uh, that, that, and, and, I thought I was so. being
0: invited to dinner, not inviting you know. Well, thank
2: dinner. God because after I saw the chicken cutlets that Jerry made, I was, oh. I was, uh, I, I, I had this like, do the whole trick where you sneak them into your napkin all <laughs> because I, I, I've never seen a bright white chicken cutlet before
0: oh. in my life. But oh my God.
2: It, yeah, it was crazy. And oh. you know, Dan Gill and Patty, they're great. And Patty broke the coffee. It's just a big nightmare, but it's just, I'm involved in this Winner's Circle thing a little too much where I want to yeah. just, I want to just be the I want to be able to show up to a set and hang out. I don't want to have to like, put out fires and and deal with all that. You know what I mean? I'm a little (laughs) too attached to it, but I I get like
0: that. Well, I'll I'll tell you here's what we're going to do, Jeff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just freaking bring a bring a pizza. Here's what we're gonna do. I know that you were talking like these new guys get all this confidence stuff. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break, and we come back. When we come back, we're gonna boost your confidence because you are gonna go toe to toe against my listening audience in a fabulous nice. in, a, in a couple fabulous games. So here's what we'll be right back. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. job he's ever had has been a paper route he runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo on dates he has the woman cut up his vegetables he once spent 18 hours in a basement playing world of warcraft just to get the scarab lord achievement he is the most immature man in the world
1: i don't often go to bed without supper but when i do it's because i've been Stay thirsty, my friend.
0: Hi, this is comedian actor John M. Keating, and you're listening to
1: Radio Irregardless.
0: Hosted by my very good, dear friend,
1: Mark Scalia.
0: Okay, yeah, that's good. You can just put whatever you want in there. I don't give a shit. Whatever. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host Mark Scalia, and on the phone with me, Jeff Keown. And that's me. We were actually we just talked about it again. It, it, the The story that you guys heard was funny, but the stuff he just told to me off air was hysterical. <laughs> It was just too funny. The funniest thing about this story, and I'll let my listening audience know, um, it sounded weird for you guys to listen to. He said something about there was a coffee maker that was broken, and there was this weird dessert, and everybody got upset. And the funny thing is they want to do it again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wants to, what are you coming over? He leaves me voicemails all the time, like, hey, how you been? What's going on? How come I haven't seen you? I don't know. We're not friends. You're crazy. You're 90 years old. I don't know. I haven't. I seen you. What, what, uh, what does that mean?
0: Oh my
2: God. So yeah, it's 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 an odd it's an odd uh, life. The, the life of a comedian botla is.
0: Very I'm telling strange. you, it's a strange, strange things. Here's what I'm going to do, Jeff. Um, I've played this game only three other times, and uh, you are a Boston comic, and as you know, uh, a lot of Boston comics and yourself make it to movies. Yes, they do. Um, I do. So we're going to play a game called Boston. You're my home, where I actually tell you some movies in chronological order that this comedian has been in. And let's see how good you are, because the record, I think there's four. Uh, Let me double check. Out of this one, there are lyrics. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, The record actually has been, um, they've got it in one, like name that tune, like one movie. So so here's what we're going to do. We are going to play it. Uh, we're going to play. Oh, no. Oh, that's your job calling. <laughs> yeah. they, they, wanna, they want to know if you can take uh, Lady Mary out for a quick posh. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, no, actually, the listening audience gets to play against you, but this is. Um, they usually aren't that good at this particular one. So you're
2: going to give me a list of movies with the same actor, and i got to tell you which one was first. Yes, the, same, the
0: same comedian actor. Oh, the same comedian yes, actor. Yes, because okay. it's a comic. So it's called Boston, You're My Home, and you have uh, about a I minute and a half to figure this out. It's actually, this is a very long promo. i got to cut the fucking promo. Story, yeah, let's just jump to the thing. Here we go. <laughs> Boston, See if you get it. Got it. 1998. There's something about Mary as Fireman. 1998.
2: Rounders uh, as Savino. What am I supposed to tell you who the actor is? Me, yeah, the comic. I mean Le- Lenny Clark. It is Lenny
0: Clark. That was very good. 2001. Well, no, it was going to
2: Sweeney at first, so I had yep. to hear that second
0: one. Yep. Two thousand four. It was Lemony Snickets, a series of unfortunate events. Did you know who was, he was in that? Ruff Lemony Snickets.
2: Yeah, that was a uh, Carrie.
0: Yeah. He or was uh fever. He was in uh Something About Mary as the fireman, Rounders as Savino, me, myself and Irene as barbershop car owner. Two thousand one, what's the worst that could happen as Wyndham. two thousand four Liminy Snickets series of unfortunate events as Gruff Grocer. Uh two thousand five, fever pitch as Uncle Carl, and in twenty thirteen Clear history as poker buddy, which right, which I actually saw that, and I'm like, I like Larry David. It was very, it was a very strange movie. John Hamm was just not used.
2: It was weird. It was weird. now. I'm, maybe I'm missing the point. Here. What? What? Why did? Because he was also in um that that Kevin James movie where he's the fighter, where he's the UFC guy.
0: Yes, well, he did a bit part, but there's only—I mean, I put five things in there. I can't do them all. Okay, that's fucking crazy. Can't do them all. Okay, well. So you, in fact, uh, have one point uh, that you actually let's see, the audience thought it was Steve Sweeney, and that's all they did—only one guess. But you got it. So here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna carry that into the next round. I'm gonna give you a little bonus point. So here's what we're gonna play: we're gonna play an uh, audience—you versus the audience—and it's called. If you can't say something nice... You warthog-faced buffoon. Don't
2: say nothing at all.
0: If you can't say something nice, this would be the game where I play a movie clip of somebody saying something very insulting to someone else, and all you have to do is tell me the name of the movie. Not the character, not the actor, just the movie. If you get it right, you get a very cool sound, and if you get it wrong, you get an equally offensive sound. So... Now, Jeff, here's the benefit. You and I are speaking live through the telephone, and the listening audience is going through the Internet, so they might have anywhere from a 3 to 12-second delay, depending Uh, on the connection, whether it's Verizon, Comcast. Um, Does DirecTV have Internet? I don't know. It could be Wi-Fi. I don't know. So here's what I'm going to do. Jeff has got one point so far, and the audience has got zero, and I will count that one point. So, Jeff, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. You stupid,
3: ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ! i met some dumb
2: bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there!
0: <laughs> Any guesses? Oh, nope. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know it. Uh, audience thinks it's "See no evil, hear no evil." Nope. Or <laughs> "Young Frankenstein." Nope. They are correct. It is Gene Wilder. And See No Evil, Hear No Evil actually had the same two actors in it. I'll play it again. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard. <laughs> Jesus Christ,
1: I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there.
0: Nope, not stir crazy.
2: Um, is it is it uh, Blazing Saddle?
0: Nope. There's only real one movie. One. Silver Streak.
2: Is it Wonka? No.
0: He never said dumb <laughs> bastards. and really I was going to say. I forgot
2: maybe he yelled at that. Fat no.
0: Fat. You get that wrong, so I'm going to play this for you. That ain't right. Right. And, of course, Jesse Body got it right. It is Silver Streak. Yes, that is correct. Silver uh, Streak. Yeah, I never saw it. You never I saw was- Silver Streak? Never saw Oh my yeah. god, Silver Streak is is uh, slightly better than Stir Crazy, which is slightly better than See No Evil, Hear No Evil. <laughs> it's kind of all the same movie with Gene right. Wilder and uh, um, uh, Pryor, Richard Pryor. Here's the second one. Here we go.
2: Tommy, if I was going to break your ball, I'd tell you to go home and get your shine box. <laughs> all right, that's good.
0: I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. What the fuck Yes, it is Goodfellas. It is good fellas.
1: I bet you do all kinds of right.
0: Yes, the audience is a little slow on that, but they got it nonetheless. So it doesn't matter. You get the points. Nice. Here we go, Jeff. Now, so far, you have two, one from the previous game, and they have one, but believe me, They'll catch you up. Here's the next one. I know.
2: One. Cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, rainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey <laughs> shit he it's, is. It's Chevy Chase, the vacation?
0: Yes, but which one? Quick. Oh, Kim what? Santo. Kim Santo got it. It is Christmas vacation. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, the, that's the best one, I think, too, right? Although I like European vacation, but I'm crazy. See, I like
0: vacation and the Christmas of vacation was the two, I think, the best ones. Yeah, yeah you're
2: right.
0: You're right. All it's right. European so let's stuff. see. The audience has a collective two, and you have a collective two. So you must get these next two. Otherwise, I do it. it's going to be bad. Here we go. I'll rip
3: out your eyes and piss on your brain.
0: <laughs> it's a very obscure reference. I'll do it again.
3: Ugh. I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain.
0: I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. I'll give you a hint. he That's the same actor who's in Die Hard. When uh, when the cop looks at him and goes, you want a breath mint? Because <laughs> he's going to go meet the... Uh... It's, it's... You Say it, say it quick. Uh, you just said it.
2: Uh, oh, it's Trading Places.
0: It is Trading Places. It's that
2: guy. right, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, and when I'm wrong, could have been right. so I'm still right, of I could have been time. wrong.
0: That movie Trading Places is, is is one of my favorite movies too. It's just
2: I've seen it honestly a hundred times.
0: One of the best lines, <laughs> Jim Belushi, when he goes, he goes, "Monkey, monkey, I'm a fucking gorilla, you clown." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great because he's the dressed, whole thing. He's dressed as a thing. gorilla yelling at a clown. It's just it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, too yeah. fucking funny. All right. Uh, let's see. There is. Although
2: I still never really understood what was happening in the movie with the whole orange juice thing. But that's another story.
0: Really? Oh, they I just... never
2: really. I didn't pay enough attention. I just <laughs> loved the. Well, for whatever reason, uh, you know, I don't know.
0: It's a stock market: buy low, sell so high. I, 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 is, eh. I
2: get it, but I, I, still, I still don't get it. I'm All right. So,
0: ahead. if this was the end of the game, you would be up three to two. Right. You would be winning, but there's one left, and this is a tricky one. And it's only four seconds. It's shorter than the clip you just heard. All right. All right. Get ready. It's an old movie. It's probably from the, I think it's late 70s. Oof. I'll give you all the information about this actor. He was actually, he's played a bad guy in a bunch of movies. He actually played the bad guy in 48 Hours who stole Nick Nolte's gun. Uh, he was in Sex in the City, the TV show. Um, let's see. What else was see. He does a lot of voiceover work, so now you know who he is. Here yeah, it comes. I can picture him from the 48 hours thing that stole the gun. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. <laughs> I'll shove that. That's a great line.
2: Oh! Somebody got it?
0: Yeah, already.
2: Oh, I have no idea.
0: Brendan got it. It is the Warriors. I'll oh, shove worry. that bat up I, your I ass and turn you, you into a popsicle. Into that
2: <laughs> so, <is> a <laughs> I'm going to use that line. That is three to
0: 3-3, three, and you know something? If you didn't win the first game, they would have beat I you 3-2. Know. They would have beat me. So very close. Here's what Story I'm going to do. I'm going to double check because I, I keep score very badly. So we're going to take our third and final break, and I'm going to tabulate the scores. And we come back, we're going to find out who separated the men from the Boyles Ah oh, La or the Susan Boyles you are listening to radio irregardless We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia. Or is it with? I don't know, but you're listening to it, and that's the important thing.
0: To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. Three
3: young men like you need to do yourselves a favor and head on up to Montreal. I'm not saying it's my thing. It's a little crazy up there. But three able-bodied men like yourselves, you got to get out there and tear it up. Let your sack flow, right? Let the breeze hit your legs. What's with the quiet talk over there, huh? Uh, no, Keeping, just... huh? Keeping no, secrets, no. huh? No, no we were just saying we... He the, the, um, was just saying how, um, how much we're looking forward to uh, You taking us out tonight would be a lot of fun for us to do that with you. Come on in
2: here!
3: (laughs) 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 What do we have here? small penis contest? Listen to me. Cough up the keys, huh? Give me the keys! I can't be here. I can't. No, no, no. You don't know. You don't understand, okay? I physically and emotionally and even kind of spiritually cannot be here right now. Can, can I not open my home to you? Huh? You did. I did. Can you stick with Uncle Rick? Uh, you know what's gonna happen. <coughs> Things are gonna improve. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to radio irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. And that was the trailer from Heavy Times with star of that movie. Fuck it, star of that movie. That's right. Uh, Jeff Keo.
2: Yeah, that is the edited trailer. There's an unedited trailer that's really just pushing the envelope on sanity. So check wow. them both out, sure. Why
0: not? Yeah. Oh, and one of my guests wanted me to play this, by the way. Hopefully it'll wow. Warriors,
2: come out to
4: Play. Warriors, come out to play.
0: One more time.
4: Warriors, come out to play. Warriors.
0: And do you know that is? That's Sully from Commando. Do you remember I told you going to kill you last, Sully? That's, well,
1: that's, yeah, that's
0: yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's the guy, guy who plays Sully. Dude. And the leader, yeah. of, the, the leader of the Warriors actually... Played, I think his name was Michael in the movie Xanadu. Oh,
2: right? Yeah, don't
0: fuck with me. Don't fuck yeah, with me. You, you pretty just... much got it. <laughs> but what,
2: else, what, what movie was Sully in? When, uh, he was in what? Oh, and then he was in Dreamscape. Yeah, he was, was in one.
0: Dreamscape with uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that was a
2: good movie. Yeah, oh.
0: that was with a really bad fucking... <laughs> what was that, Claymation? I don't even know. Yeah. What, it's like, oh, Did that's...
2: You, it, after I saw that movie I tried to do that sleep shit with people it never worked no. <laughs> I tried but never, nothing ever happens
0: well what I would do is I would go on dates and we'd fall asleep together and I would put my penis in their ear and that helped a lot <laughs> that
2: does help yeah that's, I mean, that's, I, I that's a pretty good move I didn't so learn write, I didn't write that down
0: I didn't learn anything about their dreams it just felt good that's like, Oh, and I tabulated the scores, and yes, uh, it came out to be a tie game. But I have to give it to the audience because they knew a little bit more than you did. So um, it's only a slight shellacking, and I might even give it the tie. So no, that's all right. I, no, I may do that. I may just give you the tie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
2: guess I can. You know, I'll take it. I oh, it.
0: the the audience wants a tiebreaker. Do they? You want a tiebreaker? How about
2: how about how about this? I have, I have a. I can say a quote from a movie. Okay. And if you get it, you give the point to me. If the audience gets it, they win.
0: Fine, I'll do that. Okay. And we did not go over this ahead of time. This is because we, we didn't did, go over this. How the fuck do we know what this it. was going to happen?
2: <clears throat> it's 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 probably a movie you seen, Um, I, I, I'm sure. I mean, it's kind of an obscure movie, but it's it's a, it's probably around eighty okay. something like that. But, gotcha. Um, all right, we ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right. Okay, here it goes. Okay, four years after World War Four, No, wait, more, go. I was the last one on the planet after the Holocaust. The Earth had been devastated by nuclear war. Like Russia blew up the U.S. and U.S. blew up Russia, eh? Luckily, I was off planet at the time of the war. There was nothing much to do. All the bowling alleys had been wrecked. So I spent most of my time looking for beer. One day I was looking for a nice city to build for my children, that, uh, and I spotted that, a mutant in the wait, forbidden is that, zone. Is it,
0: hold on, hold on is that, I think that's um, Buckaroo Banzai?
2: I landed in my vehicle to pursue and destroy this genetic freak that would warn other mutants in the underground caves. I was kind of like a one-man force like Charlton Heston, Omega, did you see it? It was a beauty. Flesh, you had a mutant. Are you friendly? No way, eh? Radiation has made me an enemy of civilization. Alpha-based. This is Doug McKenzie. I just
0: spotted a fleshy of mutant in Sector 16B. Oh. Take off, you hoser! It's a, uh, oh, it's a strange brew. Strange brew. I got it before I got it before you did, Justin. I mean, hey. Brendan. Fuck you, Brendan. Fuck you, Brendan. I got it before you. So. Wow, that movie—that's a long way to go for a punchline. <laughs> that that movie, movie. That movie changed my life. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Oh. That movie, man. That was the movie they showed before the movie. I don't know if you remember the movie they showed. Like
0: the they used to movie do a double movie. feature. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. That
0: yeah. Let's see. Great. Let's see. Uh, it's uh. Oh, let's see. I know I got but, this yeah. one. I know. Oh, there I, we go. Here we go. I got I, this one. Uh,
2: I memorized that as a kid, just watching that as movie, and it you stuck phones, with me. Don't say anything.
3: Okay.
0: Remember this?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the TV show, though, right? It wasn't the Welcome
0: movie. No, this was, uh, they got their start on uh, SCTV. Okay. Right. And right, this right. was, I had this 45. Yeah, I
2: like that. Okay. Really? Yeah, okay, yes, I did. I actually still Why think I do. It was. You're lying. Eat, yeah. Here, just this
0: open. was, Takeoff was on one side get with, with uh, Getty Lee together, of Rush. Okay. Really? Yeah, Getty Lake. It, it's him. That's Getty Lake.
2: Oh, that's it. Sounds just like him. Yeah, that's,
0: nice. that's and he okay. goes, "That's me on the guitar." <laughs> so, that's so oh no, that's me in the drums. I hey, think he said. Yeah, what? yeah. Listen to this. So it's coming? You know what it is? What? It's a drum solo. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Like this is me on the drums. Oh, eh? get out! It is not, it is not. <laughs> Yeah, and on the other side was uh, this.
3: Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day, this is the Christmas part, and we're gonna tell <laughs> you what to get, uh,
0: your true love for Christmas. <laughs> Look out the window. Where?
3: <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Snow. <laughs> oh, it's Wha- oh, a great white north.
3: And he's in there, that's four, that's... You start. Okay. Uh, on the first day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love
4: game. Yeah, this is
0: It great. was a, It was the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, so that's that, great, and that's on the other side. So it's takeoff on one side, and the twelve days of Christmas on the other side. It's,
2: it's an amazing, it's 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 amazing comedy to me. Yeah. All of this stuff
0: is yeah. great. That's uh, that's early SCTV with uh, with Rick Moranis and John Candy and uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, not uh, the woman. God, I'm trying to think of her name. Right. My guess, will know it. I just I I, I can picture. She was in uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding. She goes. What do you mean? He don't eat meat. Oh, I make you. I make you fish. I make you pork or something. She said. I make you veal. Um, Lorraine, not Lorraine. I want to say Lorraine. Newman. Oh, Andrea Martin. That's it. It was Andrea Martin.
2: Andrea Martin. I yeah. Don't I don't. I, you see, that was kind of early for me. I was real young.
0: Yeah. Well, fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck, I
2: know. Fuck I know. You, but believe me, I'm gonna die before you. So sorry.
0: Right. <laughs> fucking children. I'm fucking telling jokes with children. <laughs>
2: Well that's the thing is I thought I was like I got into this game late I should have I can't imagine if I started doing comedy when I was 20
0: you started at 20
2: no if i if i started at oh. 33 if I started at 20, wow. it's like uh, when did how old were you
0: I was 21 when I started
2: oh uh, see you did it right
0: yes. <laughs> I was tricked <laughs> to do it What was your first time on before we get into the best gig worst gig story tell me about your first gig. That's what you know. That's what I'm going to change the segment. It's going to be worst, best, and first. Or so you uh, want to
2: see the first? PA yeah. First. Tell, me okay, first, so tell, my, tell me about your my, first. Tell me about your first
0: time on stage.
2: This is a really. It's actually pretty cool because I went to a wedding, and I sat next to Lenny. Uh, well, not Lenny Flax, open, but you know, remember that comic Todd uh, Verdak, Todd Kane. He worked at Giggles a lot. He doesn't do it anymore.
0: Oh yeah, my gosh. yes. Yeah.
2: So Todd, yeah. So I sat next to him at a wedding, and I was just shooting the shit with him. Blah blah blah, you know. We were just joking. and we got along well. We kind of we were like friends, you know. We were friends kind of instantly. And he uh, he had a room at Kitty's in North, in I think it's North Andover. Kitty's
0: uh, Kitty's in restaurant. Uh, North Redding.
2: North Redding, exactly North Redding. Yep. So he's like, listen, I I run a room there. I'll give you five minutes if you want to do five minutes. Blah blah blah. Uh, I said, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. I kind of, you know, I wrote five minutes that I thought was, you know, I thought I did a fairly good job with writing the five minutes. <laughs> but the first show I got, it was um, Kevin Knox with the headlines. Yeah. And uh, so it was like, no, it was Harrison Stebbins. Who's, and so it was yeah. me, Harrison, and Kevin Knox, which is a great show at first yeah. time on stage. Oh my There's God. 150 people in the room. But it was funny because Harrison thought I was somebody else. He's like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. How you been?" And I just played it off like, "Yeah, all <laughs> oh, good." And then, and then he was saying like, "He's like, he's just yeah, I'm just down at blah blah blah, Rhode Island. Uh, you have been working a lot." I'm like, "No, just kind of hanging out, whatever." And he's like, "He's like, wait a second, you're not, you're not who I think you are. This is your first time, isn't it?" He's like, you you've never been on stage before, after you," and he oh, totally called me out on it. But it was a cool thing, Kevin, who's passed away, as you know. Yeah, that was so cool to me, like you know, first time guy. So it was just like it was really great, and uh, it's been all downhill since then. So,
0: <laughs> well, well, things are going well. <laughs> yeah, things are
2: going great. Things are going
0: really, really great. Oh, look, it's it's uh, what's the name? Uh, what's oh, it's the ugly daughter. What's her name? <laughs> Becca. My my wife would know her name. That's the other one. The, the not as pretty daughter anyway oh so. uh,
2: yeah i don't know so
0: that was your first actually uh coincidentally i am actually going to be at harris with uh harrison stebbins uh to uh this weekend at the Calone. he's actually oh called- yeah that's right yeah, yeah he's actually closing so
2: yeah he's great i love harrison he's a funny guy
0: so that was your first time uh now tell me about your do me, give me the best story and the worst story and you gotta go bet. So that's why you gotta do first, because everybody goes oh, and best you're like wow, and worst you go, you laugh. You always end in a fucking laugh. So.
2: so, so my best, my bet, you on know, my best yeah, show, whatever best. I've ever done. I gotta say my best show was, um, I opening for Justin. It was sold out Palace Theater. Uh, he was taping for his uh, last hour special and I got to open that show, and it was just a packed house, and they were on fire, and I just literally, I just crushed the, for 20 minutes, and it was, and they have that many people right on top of you, and just the powerfulness of that, you yeah. know what I mean? And I had them right in the palm of my hand, like, it was crazy, it was just one of those moments where you just like, in the, the in, it's like, like I had no family there, like nothing, like I didn't have, like nobody was there to see me, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, did it really happen? But that was like the best, that was probably the best thing, uh, the Sold Palace Theater. And just, you know, because you don't, you know, a guy like me, I mean, wouldn't you don't get to do that much, you know what I mean? If you do yeah, a room it's... with three, four hundred people, that's great, you know, yeah. you, you do, but but to, to, to do one of those is just really something else. So that was, that was really cool. So
0: that's the best.
2: That's probably the best, yeah, the best feeling, you know.
0: And uh, and conversely?
2: The worst? (laughs) I mean, there's hundreds. There's hundreds of equally horrifying (laughs) shows. But... um, i <laughs> he, did a show really
0: horrible so, so.
2: yeah like like you know you know what i'm talking about we well mean, the you, dinner you go, the
0: dinner party was fairly frightening so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was that was something I and mean, you didn't but, have to tell um, jokes or nothing so it was nice
2: <laughs> oh this was this was a bad one this was actually wasn't too long ago um you know on on just the whole you know the whole the whole night being bad the the uh i got i did this show down in like if it was like Rhode Island, somewhere, some some (laughs) place. I I don't even know where it was. But I get there like I'm always nervous about getting the gigs, being late. So I'm always there. So I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm like two hours early. I thought I'd hit traffic or whatever this and that. So then I go there. So I'm two hours early. I'm in the restaurant, just hanging out, whatever. I go to the bathroom, and somehow (laughs) I don't know what I did, Uh but like you know how you line the toilet paper around the seat somehow that gets stuck in the back of my pants. No. And now I'm walking around oh, for God. an hour with a giant toilet paper blob hanging off the back of my pants. <laughs> and, and I don't even know it, you know, I'm just getting weird looks. Feel, at me. We're not even like
0: into that. the comedy part of this.
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and so then I, so whatever. So the, so then I find it, like, five minutes before showtime. And and uh, I get on stage, and i uh, <laughs> and there's, like, eight people. There's supposed to be a 100. There's eight people. And uh, I'm talking to them, I'm talking to them, and then some lady in the front says, "Uh, um, I thought you were going to... She said something like, you and the guy that had the toilet paper, I thought that was going to be part of your comedy act or whatever she said. <laughs> and I just had nowhere to go, and I just was like... I, it's just it's in the embarrassment. I mean, like, I'm, I'm usually... No, I don't get embarrassed that much, but that was just, like i'm just like i'm a loser i like <laughs> I'm, I'm two hours early this toilet paper thing i'm it just felt like shit you know what i mean uh, i don't know it, felt it was just a it was just a bad well, you moment.
0: know now the now the butler thing kind of makes sense
2: yeah now it was just like <laughs> it was just one of those things where you're driving home for an hour and a half and you're like what am i doing like, well, like, let me just, let me get a job at the Frito-Lay place and I'll just put Doritos in a bag. I almost did it. Like two years ago, I almost, I went to Frito-Lay for an interview. I'm like, I want to work the midnight shift. I want to put Doritos, I want to, whatever, packing Doritos and that's it. I'm like, that's what I'm going to be now. I don't want to do anything else. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be that
0: guy. You want to do the American beauty way of doing things. You want to quit your high pressure job.
2: Yeah, my high pressure butler job. And, and, awesome. go, and every
0: time you say butler, I'm going to do this. Every time.
2: <laughs> yeah, every it's, time. it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. Okay. But yeah, I mean, besides just the haunting, um, bombing, <laughs> you know, like it, like you start, you know, you open up the show. Oh, wait, wait, wait!
0: You not, bo- you bomb that night?
2: Oh, I bombed hard that <laughs> night. Yeah, I bombed this hard probably as hard as you can bomb it's like like when they start feeling bad for you and then they're like oh yeah he's the guy with the toilet paper hey like yeah he's just like you know what i mean they feel sorry for you like but uh the um i I, you know he's open the show and some people start singing happy birthday well one time i had somebody i I was doing it and they were in the front row talking like yeah this is i can do this oh my god i I can be funnier than him and I'm like I'm right here, but I was so new at it, I, didn't, I was oh. scared of the audience, you know.
0: Well, dude, you're not like that. Like I was trying to find any stand up online, and you don't even post your stand up online.
2: I don't. I, I, this is what I'm telling you. I don't know anything about that <laughs> stuff. Like I have these videos in Vimeo. I don't even know how to find them. I pay a guy to like put shit together for me, but I don't know. Like so, like people ask me, like, "Oh, can you send me a headshot and a bio?" I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> like, like I, like I can't do. Like I can do it, but oh. the way I have to send a picture is like no other person. You know what I mean? Like it's like I have to take a picture of it with my phone, send it to myself, then forward it to. Like it's like a whole thing. It's like because <laughs> it, it, I don't have a. I'm serious. It's sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like I'll send bios. It's all like oh. spelling errors. You know what you shit. need?
0: You know what you need? You you I, you need, and I'm being honest with you, you need somebody who can do what you do for somebody else. I like, know. <laughs> I need a bottle. I need, need a, a little, man, like little mini bottle. Grab yourself. This is what we used to do like 10 years in. We, we'd grab ourselves uh, just an open micer, and we'd have like a little toady, a little... A little boy, a little page, a little... That's not a
2: bad idea. Yeah, Eric,
0: and then but... you say, um, uh, Stefan, go fetch me a headshot and write my bio. You're yeah, good I at can things like a, that. I can
2: be on the phone talk while I'm ironing some guy's underwear. <laughs> I can <be> tell, tell him <laughs> the email. Hey, hurry up. Email this picture up so I can get $75 for driving to South Carolina for the gay well, you know? Give me a break. <laughs> No, I, it's not as bad as I say, but it's 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 pretty bad. I, uh, Ian, like I said, I did all these giant. I did, you know, i probably did a hundred shows with Justin. Where, like, uh, why am I filming this stuff? Like, what am I? You know, yeah. I
0: mean, what happened?
2: I just I don't know what it is. I just I I have filmed it, and then it, and then it gets in the I get it in the computer. I don't know where it goes.
0: You can you can do with um, like your I phone, trying, man. You know that. Do you I do don't
2: know. Phone. I don't know. I was. You should have seen me. Trying to um, (laughs) trying to get the Boston Comedy Festival, I couldn't put a fucking video in. I'm like, I'm like, uh, you you need a boy. You need you need a boy. I need I need a girl who will do this shit for me. That's what I need. need I need a a girlfriend.
0: That's what I need. No, you need a boy. Get yourself a boy. I
2: need a little boy. Yeah. Get yourself a a boy. Shaved. a Small shaved.
0: (laughs) A new a nubile of uh, an of age nubile smooth boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: <laughs> with, with, with a nose pigment in his yes. skin. Uh, yes. An albino. A, and
0: pale. We need a pale, nubian, a, a nubile, smooth boy. That's what we need. Completely doesn't? shaved. Yes. And who doesn't? He won't have any hair at all. He must be smooth. Smooth. And I will play this music every time he walks in the room. <laughs>
2: it will be my email. He'll just strictly do emails for me.
0: You know, you know, I'm changing my ringtone. I'm just, every time you call me, it's gonna be that. Every time you fucking call, and I'm gonna show up at clubs and gonna go, Jeff, just call me, just, just call me. It was like, dude, you're a dick. Yes, I'm a dick, but it's fucking funny. That's <laughs> oh, crazy uh, shit. Crazy. Uh, Jeff, I've uh, I've had a ball. Before I let you go. <laughs> I'm so what did, I'm so happy about the use of the word "nubile" in this broadcast. <laughs> That's what people say. Um, before we go, wait, hold on. Oh, somebody, Brendan typed in W, a new line T, and a new line F. Oh, I get it. <laughs> before I let you go, Jeff, uh, what do you got coming up? Any gigs? Any special appearances? Any uh, any more fun?
2: Uh, yeah, I uh, I actually have a, I actually have a, a write in some movie, a couple. Couple comedians. It's kind of a little bit of a hush-hush a thing, but it's it's it. it, it we got a little bit of funding and stuff, so if this happens, that'll be good. But anyway, I'm doing uh the, you, the, There's an open mic at Drake it. Yeah. Uh, at the Yugo, Yugo, whatever, something like that. It's, if you type, Y U G E S, it, Drake It's open mic comedy. Look at that. That's tomorrow night. I'm hosting that. Oh, it's not. It's not. Um,
0: it's not Yugo, is it? Because that's a terrible name for a club. <laughs>
2: It's something like that. It's UJU or something? No. I don't know. It's either UJU it's or YGO. No, I mean, it's it's like, really something bad like
0: Yeah, that. but why be YGO? Why because then you want to go to YGO, you're like, why go? <laughs>
2: why go? No, I know. But, well, go? after you see the show, you might say that, <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: oh, 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 is it worse? Well, the... it'll, be,
2: it'll be fun. Is it'll it
0: fun like fun. the Winner's Circle?
2: It's it, it's a little bit of a bar fight because it's uh, it's at the bar. They don't like to turn the big giant ninety inch television off. Oh, I can see that. And, and uh, but it'll be fun.
0: Is that tomorrow I, I, it's, night? It's,
2: it's tomorrow night. Yeah. It's oh. just, it, Every Thursday in the month of August, they we going to try to see it again. And then um, I, I got. I mean, I got a couple of things coming up. i just uh, September twentieth yeah. LOL, the China Blossom. I'm doing that. That's the September twentieth. Okay. Um, in North Andover, that's, that's a fun time over there always. Uh, and September 6th, the lame com- comedy festival at the fireside in an Auburn. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds fun. Uh, the name lame. I don't know why you would call it a lame comedy, but I guess yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I got, uh, you we're just... doing a, 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 a we're doing a uh, fundraiser for, you know, Freddie Stone. For yeah, actually, Ra-
0: Stone. I had Ralphie J. on a couple uh, weeks ago. It's uh, <laughs> this Saturday, right?
2: It's this Saturday at the Orange Alex. I guess if you want to donate, her, her, his daughter is sick and uh, she needs some help. So it's comedian Freddie Stone, if anybody out there feels like throwing five bucks at it, uh, just to be that kind of nice guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's all it's all good. I'm, I'm glad summer's over because it was kind of slow and, my calendar's looking pretty good so yeah. maybe i'll maybe i'll hit that that uh the the big money year, this this is it. I have a feeling this winter's gonna be good, so <laughs> <laughs> And I can't wait to get back to the Kowloon. That's that's one of my favorites. So get up I there. it should be due back there soon. So and, and I'm I'm sure you'll be you'll have a packed house this week as well.
0: Yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to working uh, making Harris Harrison work his fucking ass off. I'm gonna do all my closing bits for the twenty minutes. <laughs> I am. Fuck and I, that. Think, I
2: think Donnie too is on the show, right? Yeah, Donnie, Donnie Sores.
0: He actually uh, had a very strange, uh, got can- got very sick, had cancer, going through chemo. He just posted today that his um that the the what they do now is they pretty much bombard you with radiation. And uh, right. he said now, and then what happens is the radiation attaches itself to the cancer cells. It kills the cancer cells, and the radiation dissipates. He's got almost no radiation in him anymore, which is. Which is great. It's I'm crazy. looking forward to uh, seeing it. Like people getting sick left and right, man. That's why. Like, oh, it's, it's scary, dude. I should just do a benefit for myself because I feel not yeah. You good.
2: get a get a fund going now. Yeah. And who knows what? <laughs> it's like know. give to MS. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 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 we'll probably have something. Don't
0: no. later Well, MS is my initials, and it's a fucking disease. <laughs> right. right. I, I got the joke. There you go. Really? I'm not. Did you Did you get this joke? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wait
4: a minute!
0: I, what? Oh, my wife is. What, uh, what is this? What? She's doing. Oh yeah, I know. I'm gonna talk about that later. She's put a post on uh, something. So, but uh, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. That was very no no. Awkward. That's
2: all good. This was fun. I appreciate it. It was a lot of. It was oh
0: man, time. it was great. I'm. Uh, I wish I. I wish you weren't the. Uh, I, I'm glad I get you in, and I'm glad it kind of worked out because I know we were trying to get you on. Uh, and the available dates didn't work out. And then I got, you know, the guy who pulled out tonight, which was awesome. And and I don't think we... I, I, I don't care how much fun I might have had with him. There is no possible way that we could have worked in... Um... <laughs> Strange people in an audience, um, uh, Downton Abbey, and nubile young boy. There's absolutely <laughs> right. no. Problem. I don't think, Yeah,
2: it'll never happen again. It'll it never a perfect
0: moment. It was, it was. It was. It was the trifecta of moments. And that being said, Jeff, I'll uh, thank you so much for being a guest on radio, regardless. And uh, I hope. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll see you around. Uh, see you around the circuit. Maybe even at uh, at Wygo. <laughs> Wygo. I'll
2: see but, you there.
0: Wygo. the window Circle too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Jeff. Keo.
2: thank you so much, Mark.
0: Have a great night, man. All, all right, brother. Bye, bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was uh, that was Jeff. It was what a fucking oh my god, that was hysterical. I am never gonna. I'm always just gonna. I'm gonna play this constantly. I'm just gonna play this for him all the time. <laughs> uh, that's what comics do. We find the thing that makes the most pain in your life and we fucking poke it with a stick. (laughs) That's what we're supposed to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, here's what I'm going to do. If you want to, uh, send me, uh, the, the, let's play the game next week. And the game will be, um, just like the games I play with you guys. It's going to be the movie game, uh, with Audion audience versus me audience versus host it's like alien versus predator and that's what we're going to do and i don't care what the movies are and if you want i don't even care if what you do is you email it to me that day or put it in the chat chat live you can actually write the quote go to you know transpose the quote or get a script and i don't care what it is and we'll see well what we'll do best of 10 We'll have everybody put together at least one or two. You can either play the sound over the uh, the uh, the hotline, which is 978-219-9294, which is always listed in the chat, so you can go back and look it up, and it's also listed on my website, um, so uh, so we can play that game. Uh, next week, we're also going to be doing the uh, short stories and the uh, uh, audience participation, we're going to have some fun with that. So uh, it's been a fun show. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, to next week with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be at Murphy's. Oh, let's let's do that. I always start way too early. I start way too fucking early. I am going to actually make an appearance at Murphy's Pub in Salem. They kind of have an open mic showcase. And uh, uh, since I live in Salem, I might as well. I'm not going all the way to freaking Drake it for a knife fight. That's not going to happen. Uh, I'd rather go to Murphy's Pub in Salem and have a knife fight. Uh, so that's tomorrow, August 21st, uh, at 8 p.m., Murphy's Pub in Salem. And as aforementioned, uh, this Saturday night, August 22nd and 23rd, Friday and Saturday, I think it's one show each night at 8.30 at the Kowloon in Saugus, uh, where Harrison Stebbins will be closing the show out, I'll Be in the Middle, and Donnie Soares will be opening. And that is, that's uh, probably going to be a very, very fun show. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um and uh, I know my wife had actually posted something coming up in a few weeks, which I'll talk about a little bit more. But um, uh, let's see what it is. It's yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. Oh no, it's this Sunday. Is it? Oh, it's a week from this Sunday. That's what it is. Um, they're uh, they're going to do. My wife is actually organizing. She's one of the sponsors of. Uh, they're going to be showing Goodwill Hunting at the Salem Theater, and uh, it's for to raise money. For a bunch of different causes. I think it's for um, suicide awareness or um, mental depression or something like that. But I, I, I know it all that. And she put the link in uh, on the chat as well. So she can certainly do that. And comedy is born out of pain. And the more pain you have, the funnier life can be. That's what it is. Oh, it's Sunday, August 31st. And I was, of course, going to promote it next week anyway. So I don't know why I'm doing it now because I'm going to do right now. So that being said, I'm going to wrap the show. That's how we're gonna do that. So uh, guys, thank you so much. Next week is gonna be the one year anniversary. You're gonna start our new season. We're gonna do the short stories, play the games with you. No guests, but call in. Let's have some fun. What do you say? Guys, it's been a great year. I look forward to another year. Radio Regardless. See you next week. This has been Radio Air Regardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. It. Radio Air Regardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Air Regardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone
4: who uses the term irregardless shall be sent to a work camp.